0: To Mister Biz Radio, Biz Talk for Biz Owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mister Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another
1: episode of Mister Biz Radio. With me, Mister Biz, Ken Wentworth. And um, this week, we're gonna we're gonna take a uh, kind of a different, I guess, angle on something. You know, we've talked about on the fringes of, of things like this, but we have an absolute expert in this space, and that is creating business superfans. You know, we hear the term influencer all the time, things like that, uh, you know, uh, gurus and whatnot. But our guest this week has actually written a book about how to create business superfans. And we it, who wouldn't want that, right? It just allows you to do so much more uh, with the audience you have, building the audience you have, et cetera. So this week our guest is none other than Mr. Frederick Dudek. Frederick, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio.
2: Hey, And thank you for having me on, uh, on your show. Really excited about this.
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, when Frederick is not turning ideas into millions of dollars in global sales, the award-winning author, speaker, and top sales executive spends his time inspiring others to achieve their biggest and highest business goals. Now you can receive the benefit of Frederick's mentorship and experience through his book, Business Superfans. So let's get started. Um, tell us a little bit about some of your background, Frederick, your, your entrepreneurial journey, if you will.
2: Okay, well, I uh, I started out as a draftsman long, long, long time ago. And uh, to give you an idea, if you remember the, the 1984, um, <clears throat> actually no, 1982 Ford Escort, I'm the guy that designed the spot wall guns that uh, spot welded the body panels to that car, so I did a lot of 3D stuff uh, in drafting, and I was uh, joined a computer aided design company back in 1980 when uh, when basically the um, um, <clears throat> when um, sorry distracted here when um, in the in the industry. I learned basically, sorry, I got distracted. Um, That's all right. So what, what we looked at is basically I learned computer-aided uh, engineering and ended up teaching people how to do, uh, think from from basically 3D. They used to draw in 2D and then go to 3D. So I helped them learn how to change that. And back in 1985, I raised my hand and got picked again to um, learn to transition to sales I was very fortunate, I went through about six months of uh, sales training uh, that was provided by the company. And in 86, I won some awards for sales. Fast forward uh, years later, I became a district manager, then a regional manager. And then in um, um, 1997, I became a director of worldwide sales for a software company here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I was uh, given the task of um, taking a product that nobody knew about and created a uh, did did the marketing, set up uh, about 60 resellers around the world and grew that from zero to about 3 million net to the company. So you're looking about 6 million street money as a profit margin was about 50%. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that, that propelled my success was that all my customers, I really, built relationships with them and really wasn't trying to sell them product, was working with you know, the executive management or the owners of the companies and looked at where their strategies were. And so basically what it, the approach was that my software was just happened to be a vehicle that would help them accomplish their goals. And by having that kind of a, an approach, they started recommending me to other businesses. And so like my record in sales was, uh, you know, we back then used to you know, carry around all the big computer systems and we went to this manufacturing company and we were about to bring in, we were bringing in all the computer stuff and the owner goes, no, no, no. Jack told me that I need to speak to you. He goes, I need to know what's it going to cost me and how fast can you get it here because we're doing extra work for them. So in, in 30 minutes, most of the time was putting it out of the proposal, faxing it to corporate so that we could get the, the, you know, his system to him as fast as possible. And it was all because I had a super fan that in turn recommended me and told this guy that they should buy for me. So it wasn't a cost of pricing anymore. And as I, you know, managed my distributor network uh, around the world, one of th- you know, these guys are independent businesses, and so they can handle and market a multitude of products. You know, we were, they were all engineering and manufacturing products, but to get the mind share, you had to maintain those relationships, and that's when I learned a lot about, uh, you know, motivating um, those in the independent distributors and they'll and their sales force. To in turn market our fair share of products, and that's how we grew because we implemented recognition of not only the agency that was uh, the reseller, but also the people that were actually doing the work. Because at the end of the day, you know they're out there doing um, the sales, and the owner is the one that you know owns the company. So we recognized both of them and gave them awards and multitude of different things like that. So that really kind of. Um, uh, grew and that's how I was able to take it from zero to about 3 million, like I say, net, and then, you know, I moved on into some other industries. And, uh, recently I've been working with a interpreting and translation company and, uh, been kind of consulting and working with them. And, uh, in the last, I've been dealing with them for the last 14 months. And we've grown that business by one third and they've been stagnant for over five years. And it's all basically by, again, building up the team internally, uh, recognizing employees, recognizing customers, putting out a newsletter, and a multitude of different things. And that's what yeah, has propelled me to where I'm at today.
1: Nice, nice. Well, you know, we've only got a couple of minutes left here in a segment, but I want to mm-hmm. go back. I mean, it's got to be quite a career shift for you, going from being a draftsman into sales. What, what caused you to kind of t- make that that change, that shift?
2: Uh, one of it was I watched a lot of salespeople not know what they're doing, trying to sell technology. And, uh, what I realized was, you know, they weren't presenting a solution. They were just trying to sell a product. Mm. And, you know, I was fortunate years ago, I met a guy that, uh, turned me on to motivational books and inspirational books. Uh, I worked at a gas station back then and that, that he actually, he's noted in the book, because he completely changed my life and that was one of the things that i realized was that you know you you need to be looking the long game not the short game and so that's one of the reasons i would go with um speak with owners and executive management of the companies of where do they want to be five years from now and then how do we get there and the other approach was, you know, a lot of people talk about solution selling, all that stuff. I looked at, okay, when do you want to be profitable with this technology? And then I kind of invented the reverse sale, which is okay. So, you know, we're not talking when you're buying it, we're talking when you're making money with it, and then we got to work that all the way back. to uh, includes training and, and running two systems tandem until you're ready to switch over a uh, multitude of different things. And that, sh- that completely changed the game and collapsed the sales cycle.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And you know, uh, we've talked about it on the show uh, so many different times is that even the folks who say, oh, I don't like sales, I'm not a salesperson. We are, every person on the face of this earth is a salesperson, whether you wanna believe it or not. And maybe not in a business sense, but for example, and I use this example all the time because I think it's funny, if you have kids you're a salesperson because you're trying to talk your kid into eating green beans at the dinner table. That is, you're selling, you are selling your kids on why they should eat their green beans. Uh, so we're all and vice versa, the vice yeah. versa, the kids saying,
2: mom, I'll be good. Oh talk to your dad. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll sell dad. I'm buying me
1: this thing. Cause I'll clean my room. and Exactly. Take the garbage exactly. And stuff. So we're going to hit, we're going to hit a break here. We'll come back talking with Mr. Frederick Dudek. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz Radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20 plus podcast platforms. Also video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100 plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at
0: MrBizSolutions.com. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. for this exclusive offer. Got a question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the
1: show, and it is time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week is actually, it's a quote from another than Mr. Grant Cardone, who uh, anyone who's been watching the show for any length of time knows that uh, uh, I've mentioned him often and uh, have some connections with him, and he's been on the show actually a few times as well. But uh, he has, he, he when I first heard him say this, um, I think at a, at a conference a few years back, I'm like, ah, I'm not sure I believe that. But the quote is, best known beats best product every time. And if you think about that, the example that I like to give is um, is McDonald's. Okay, I'm not trying to pick on McDonald's, but is McDonald's so popular because they have the best hamburgers? You, you could argue maybe they have the best fries because their fries are amazing. However, um, no, it's they're best known. Everywhere you go, there's McDonald's. McDonald's is known worldwide, globally, all over the darn place. It's not because they have the best product at all. And frankly, it's becoming, they're not even the most convenient anymore. I think that was one of the be- advantages they had way back is they were very convenient. But they've even kind of lost some of that, especially with some of the changes. A lot of other uh, restaurants and, and, and food places in the industry have uh, made changes since the pandemic. But So that is the the tip. And keep that in mind. You know, Best known beats the best product. That doesn't mean to have a crappy product. That doesn't mean that at all. But it, the, the, the genesis of the, the whole thing is you have to get known. And I, I, you know, if someone in Idaho, I'm in Ohio and if someone in Idaho, I could help, they don't know who I am. I can't help them. So I have to be able to, you know, get known and have people know who I am and what, how I can help them. So that is the Mr. Biz Tip of the week this week. So uh, Frederick, tell us a little bit about, let's talk about your book, Business Superfans. Um, I know in the next segment, we're going to, you're going to give us some tips on how to create some superfans, but um, so I don't want you to give away in that secret sauce until we get to that point. But tell us a little bit no, about the book. What caused you to, you know, want to write the book, and and, and how that how that all come to fruition? Okay.
2: Well, the the book was an idea that I've had for a while, and this took actually about four years in the making. Um, I started a couple of different uh, ideas, and they really didn't get off the ground, didn't get any legs. I, I ran it by some people, and basically, they says, eh, it's nothing spectacular." and so you know crumbled it up tossed it out and started again in a different traction a different direction and um then all of a sudden i got an idea that basically about 2 years ago you know i got connected to some people that uh, could help coach me through writing the book and and uh, you know editing and all that stuff and i i started to look at you know what would be a good topic and i've always thought of you know blending why can't a business owner get the energy from a sports team superfan which is where the people got their faces painted and they got the banners and they got the bumper stickers and are promoting the um the team is the team paying them for that
1: not at all the opposite they're they're paying to buy the merchandise
2: Right, but they're promoting the team. So yeah. the idea was why can't businesses create their own super fans to promote their business? So I started looking at some research, uh, you know, and doing some research on some of that stuff. And one of the things I realized is that people were writing stuff, but they were silos in, in my mind. You know, there's people that, uh, you know, are experts in customer retention, customer motivation, customer engagement, and that's that's it. And then there's other people that talk about employee motivation, employee retention, and all that stuff. But that's it. Nobody ever talks about business alliance partners, complementary businesses. You don't see any books on that stuff. And when I thought about it for a moment, you know, and that's when the idea popped in. Is that really they're intertwined? You know, if you listen to Sir Richard Branson, he talks about you know, take care of your employees, you'll take care of your customers. Yep. And that's where I started to put this together. And so I started you know, doing some research, and throwing down some words. Uh, and this was primarily through the pandemic. And I gave it to some some people that I respected, you know, their opinions, and they came back and says, Hey, this is pretty good. You've got something here. So I kept working. And basically, my, uh, you know, my companionette, uh, partner, I, I call a companionette for fun, but um, <laughs> she you know, it was encouraging me. And so what I was doing is I told, okay, I threw down 1200 words, I threw down 1500 words today. And uh, I'd have her read it. And she goes, this is not too bad. And then, you know, as I started putting it more together, it started to come together. And then I came up with the different uh, chapter titles. And uh, what I created was I didn't want it to be a book that you just read, you know, you read it, Here's the book, you read it, okay, nice. It's on the shelf and it's never looked at again. So I designed this book as more of a playbook that you can go back to each chapter and everything that you need to do in the relative to that chapter is in that chapter. And that's really the difference between this book and other books is that it combines ways and means of what I would call old school and new school methodologies to basically elevate or convert your customers, employees, and business alliance partners into business superfans.
1: Well, ironically enough, if you think about it, this week's tip, the quote from Grant Cardone, really ties into you know, yep. the, the concept of creating superfans. And frankly, for yourself as well in writing this book, um, I'm sure because of the book, you've gotten to be more well-known, right? I mean, it, uh, it opens doors yep. for you
2: absolutely it has changed uh, changed my life in a, in a fun and exciting way because it, it gives me also the ability to share you know uh, decades of global sales and marketing experience with uh you know solopreneurs small to medium sized business owners that you know are, are good at what they do but they don't necess- they get caught up in in working in their business versus on their business and so I kind of look into help them kind of get themselves out of their own way and and get the team, which is collectively, you know, all the three groups. Because if you think of it this way, you've got a, uh, let's say, a painting company and a flooring company. Let's just keep it real simple, but they complement one another. As people get new floors, eh, the paint needs no wall. Uh, I mean, uh, the wall needs new no paint. Uh, The other way around, you know, you get the new paint on the walls, well, the flooring needs to be replaced. And so those are complementary businesses. However, if your employees or your team that goes out there and doesn't do a good job, that's a reflection on both companies now. And uh, so that becomes an issue because now both people have lost a potential referral source. And more worse is that they could possibly get a negative review which, you know, you can't remove. And so that has a real profound impact. So, you know, those are things I I talk about as well as uh, an example would be that the painting guy is always giving the the flooring guy referrals, but the flooring guy is not giving the painting guy any referrals. So now that becomes, you know, a challenge because it's a one-sided scenario and eventually, the painting guys can say, "You know what? This relationship isn't working, and that relationship falls apart."
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I could see that. And you know, it's 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 one of those things. I, I think you you hit it on the head, Frederick. Is is a lot of folks overlook those, um, you know, those complementary type businesses um, that that aren't in com- competition with you, but are you know, like you said, complementary and can help each other. Again, we're talking this week, guys, with Mr. Frederick Dudek. He is the author of Business Superfans, and you can find out more, actually, at businesssuperfans.com. That's businesssuperfans.com. You can go out to his website and check out everything he's got going on there. We're going to hit a break here, but when we come back, Frederick is going to give us some tips on how we can create business superfans, because that's, again, what we all want, and again, it ties into this week's tip of (laughs) becoming best known um, and helping grow your business in that manner. So when we come back, he is going to help us Get us some business superfans. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com.
0: Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best-selling books at mrbizbooks.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. And... Um, I- the moment we've all been waiting for right so uh, we've been talking with frederick dudek this week about creating super fans through his vast experience all the way back from being a draftsman and working on having an integral part of the 1982 ford escort to getting into sales um, and having decades of experience in that space and now writing this book business Superfans. so frederick you know give us if you would give us some tips what are some things that uh you know business owners entrepreneurs can do to create super fans.
2: Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about the book. This is what the book looks like, Mm -hmm. okay? And I'm gonna go through some of the chapters real quick just to give people an idea of what's in there. Uh, So it all begins with prospecting. That's the first chapter. Especially if you're a new business, how do you get business? Uh, And why follow-up is super important. We get into that. Thank you for uh, builds a bond of trust get personal with birthday greetings, Uh, create an environment of appreciation, give them what they crave, recognition, retention saves you money, go beyond expectations with unexpected extras, reviews are the new word of mouth, and grow exponentially through referrals, attraction rooted in gratitude, game time. So um, one of the things I talk about is in in the book is that not only is there stories, but there's actual action steps and recommended tools to utilize for those uh, to, to help you fulfill some of those items. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, in here in uh, appreciations, uh, give a thoughtful, personalized gift to somebody. So, you know, if you give somebody a swag product, you know, it's nice, but it's all about you. Because it's basically you're promoting yourself. If you modify that and make it, you know, to say, okay, uh, you know, put Ken's name on it and say, hey, Ken, here's a great uh, appreciation gift. And it's got, it still may have my logo on it, but it's got your name on it. Now it's your coffee cup versus just a generic coffee cup. And so those are, that's just one example, something very cost-effective that you can do. Uh, the other thing that uh, I kind of goof around with is, you know, birthdays. People overlook the importance of birthdays, but birthdays is really a clever marketing strategy because it, you know, when I was dealing with my, you know, my customers, as well as my, uh, you know, resellers or my channel, you know, when it was, uh, you know, someone's birthday and I happen to be in that country, we, I take them out to dinner or something just to, you know, uh, build relationships and, and build that camaraderie. Uh, so one tip could be that, okay, if you're a brick and mortar business guy, you could turn around and say something kind of humorous and just say, Hey, psst, don't tell my accountant, but I'm going to give stuff away today. It's my birthday and it's my business. I'm giving it away. I mean, it's, it's completely the opposite of what people think, but the actual cool part is they're going to come to get the thing that you're giving away. And most likely what are you going to do? Buy more stuff. Uh, yeah. And so it works, you know, one of the, um, uh, customers that I've uh, coached, uh, in this, um, in, in the business super fan strategies, they opened up a uh, pot pie store in the pandemic And uh, what they did was one of the girls was a cashier was that anybody that did a uh, spent over a hundred dollars on pot pies and stuff, she would do a chicken dance and they videotaped it and they put that on Facebook. And, you know, every time they were at the farmer's market, you know, she would get to hold up her phone doesn't have to be Hollywood and record a simple video. And, you know, they've organically gone from, you know, maybe 50 followers on Facebook to over 3,000 followers now uh, because of the strategies that they've inputted. And they've created out of, you know, they they were one of my early readers in this book. And they um, uh, implemented a referral program and a loyalty program that I talk about. And that has exploded their business. So those are just some of the different things. The other thing is that, you know, if you turn around and say, I, I like I can say, okay, Ken, you know, thanks a lot for your time today. I really appreciate you recording me on this particular show. Uh, it means a lot to me. Okay, that's nice. It's one to one. Now, mm-hmm. if I turn around and says, hey, everybody, I want to thank Ken for his efforts and getting me on the show and all the things he does and to help other people and grow their businesses. Do you see the dynamics? Sure. I mean, it's it's much more, it's much more. Uh, you know, I'm edifying you, and so those are the things that I talk about. That it's really important to to be doing it. You know, that we take for granted. Most business owners have the mindset. Well, just wait a minute. You know, I'm the one that gave you a job. Well, yeah, but no employee, no business. So, you know, what are you going to do to to keep them motivated? Uh, And it's a little simple things. It's the, uh, you know, one of the big things I talk about is the unexpected extra, doing something that nobody uh, has thought of. Quick short story, um, which I've actually wrote the story in the book. And then we went, we ordered stuff from a restaurant. Uh, We went to go pick it up. You know, I went. Nothing, no order. So the manager comes up real quick and says, okay, uh, I'll buy you a beer. We'll get the food cooked right away comes back out the food one of the dishes is completely wrong so he apologizes profusely and goes back and says i'll personally make sure it's done so he goes back gets it cooked comes out and says hang on a second goes back in comes back and says i'm giving you guys a dessert he hands us two coupons for five dollars a piece and I says all right wow thank you okay so this says, well how much do i owe you he goes nothing we screwed this up we want to make it right the guy's got me as a super fan it's a phenomenal restaurant, great food. And we go there all the time because they did, they went above and beyond and did the unexpected extra for, for, a you know, a mess up. And, you know, the other thing that, that, that's an important tip is, especially in, I'd say, and I don't want to pick on in any industry. So, but uh, there's, you know, several industries where they come in, they do the work, they do a good job, and then you never hear from them again you know and we've all had work for example done on our homes and someone come in and done something and they disappear they're completely gone they don't even send you a thank you card they never check back 6 months from you from now and it's just opportunities that are squandered so i talk about ways to not let that happen how to stay in contact with that customer because okay maybe they don't need your service for a year two years but they know people everybody knows at least 250 people So by staying in contact, you may not be getting business out of them, but they could be with one of their friends or a co-worker or co-business thing. And the conversation comes up and next thing you know, they're looking at, you know, they get referred. So those are some of the things. The other thing that I did that's unique in business superfans is that I've created the uh, superfan scorecard. And that's to become a superfan superstar. So each chapter basically has an ability to score yourself on that chapter from zero to 10. And then you come to the scorecard, which is like a dartboard, and you put your dots in where they fall, and then you connect them. And most likely, most business guys will have a dilapidated wheel because they're not doing all the things they should be. So then there's an action plan into here of what you need to do. And there's even the ability to, to write that a- aspect down, you know, what resources are going to take, uh, what timeline you're going to do and all that stuff. And so that's available for free off of the business superfans.com website. There's also in the book, but you can get the printed version uh, as well as for somebody that's starting up. I did a lot of research. I'm putting in together a customer avatar, because if you don't know what your market is, how can you do any effective marketing? Yeah. So I've, I spent weeks downloading everybody's avatar, restudying it all. And we created what I think is the best one. And it's also available off the website. And it goes through all the aspects of what you need to do to define an avatar and how to create your elevator speech to attract those av- uh, avatars based upon your type of business.
1: Got it. Awesome stuff. Um, As always, time seems to fly when we're having fun, Uh, but uh, great tips. And I love the concept of it. Again, we've been talking with Frederick Dudek. He's the author of Business Superfans. Frederick, thanks so much for coming on Mr. Biz Radio. Really appreciate it.
2: Well, thank you for the opportunity to be on uh, the Mr. Biz Radio show.
1: Yeah, absolutely, guys. So again, go out to uh, businesssuperfans.com. That's businesssuperfans.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And as always, don't forget, cash flow is king
0: become part of Mr. Biz Nation. Follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to MrBizRadio.com. If you prefer free video content, visit the Mr. Biz YouTube channel or check out his streaming channel, which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at MrBizNetwork.com.